You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Tastes Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different, sample odd snacks, and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got our snack review coming up at the end of the episode, but first, road trips. That's what this episode is all about, and we thought uh, the subject for this one would be be timely and, and just right. In fact, I think when we came up for, when we came up with the idea for this uh, for this episode we're in a car driving uh, it, it was on Oahu though yeah um, and we're something on, oh, something was crawling on me it lots of wildlife off, here okay well anyway uh, <laughs> just gonna stop beating around to the bush here uh, we are on another island we're in Hawaii Island the big island specifically Hilo and so look at that we're actually like on sort of like a road trip yes type of deal so uh, that's what we're doing. Road trips. Live. Well, not live. But we're live right now when we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> From Hilo. We're, we're, as, we're as live as live can be. Yeah, pretty much. A um, little bit of background on Hilo first before we get into everything here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hilo is the county seat of the county of Hawaii and is in the district of South Hilo. The town overlooks Hilo Bay at the base of two shielded volcanoes, Mauna Loa, an active volcano, and Mauna Kea, a dormant volcano, and the site of some of the world's most important ground-based astronomical observatories. Much of the city is at some risk from lava flows from Mauna Loa. The majority of human settlement is uh, in Hilo stretches from Hilo Bay to uh, Vaiakea Uka on the flanks of Mauna Loa. Hilo is home to the University of Hawaii at Hilo, Imiloa Astronomy Center of Hawaii, as well as the Merry Monarch Festival, a week-long celebration of ancient and modern hula that takes place annually after Easter. Hilo is also home to the Mauna Loa Macadamia Nut Corporation, one of the world's leading producers of macadamia nuts, and the town is served by Hilo International Airport. Oh. Okay, we're, and where we're located now is I don't where would how would you describe this, Jamie? Where we are in Hilo? Uh, I think it's called the Hilo Shopping Center or something like that. Something like that. It's like a like a really big strip mall or small, large mall. Yeah, because uh, it's kind of like more than an L-shaped strip mall. It's like a C. Yeah, it's kind of long. Yeah. Very local, lots yeah. of uh, local people, not, not that touristy. Uh, the weather on this island or this side of the island is mm. pretty cloudy. Uh, it's like... That's ha- typical though. It's Hawaii's Seattle. But it, it, that means it's very green and very beautiful though. That's true. Yeah. Very uh, rainforest-like. Okay, so we'll get into road trips here. Uh, before we get into our road trips though, we do have a sponsor, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, do you have a sponsor, Jamie? Yes, my sponsor today is Bug Lights. Bug Lights, not Bud Light. Okay, Bug Lights. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bug Lights, gratifying and satisfying. All right. Oh, sorry. Maybe I should explain that. Because when a bug 
flies into a bug light. Right. There's a snap. That's yeah. Or an attack. Yeah, the one I have at home is it's a really loud snap. Oh, okay. Yeah, so whenever I like, it's so loud that I won't sleep with it. Like, you know, so uh -huh. like, if I'm watching TV, I'll put it on uh, upstairs in my bedroom. Okay. And I can hear it from the living room, snap. But I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, in the Water Boy? Uh, I don't know. That's that's a stupid movie, and I don't watch those. You're like, oh, what's what's for dinner? And then you hear a loud <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> oh my god, that is kind of funny. Yes. Kathy Bates. Um, my sponsor is Road Rage. Think that guy in the truck is bigger than you? It's time to find out. Road Rage. Okay. All right. Now before we get into road tripping. You have a question for me? Yeah, I do. One of our spontaneous, random, unplanned questions. And by the questions. way, this is only because we never have listener questions. <laughs> if we had listener questions, we'd answer those at this time. Yeah. But because we don't get those, we just ask each other weird questions. So it's your guy's fault. Exactly. That's what we're getting at. Yeah. Some shaming. Right, right. Okay, so my question for you today is, okay, Fernando, you have a lot of, well, a fair amount of tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... If you were to, uh, if someone, you know, was going to launch into their first tattoo, say, what kind of advice would you give them? Wow. Um, oh, okay. Uh, go big or go home. Go big or go home. Yeah. So, so don't like put a, like a little tiny heart on your wrist or something. Yeah, that looks, well... It, like, I don't want to name names, but there's an artist that uh, she has a small tattoo on her arm, uh -huh. like her bicep uh -huh. area. Uh -huh. And you can tell she, she got a modestly sized one because she didn't want it to overtake her arm. You know, like, oh, I'm going to get a tattoo, but not too big. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. Like, but it turned out to be too little? It looks, it looks oh. dumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the bigger, the better. Mm. Go big. Yeah, don't, like... If you're gonna go for it, go all in. If you're gonna be like, mm. I think it would depend on the the body part, though. Yeah, but either way, like, uh, like say if you're going for something on your wrist, like have it go across your arm. At least the diameter of your. Yeah, wrist, like. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Whatever mm -hmm. body part, be prepared to go the diameter of whatever you're putting it on. <laughs> but then you know, say you wanted to get like like women say and it depends on men and women i think i mean not that i have okay uh full disclosure i have no tattoos and i have no plans to get any tattoo and no desire okay to get any tattoo uh but i would say if you're a woman say you want something on your collarbone so you okay. want something delicate and dainty i think but not too small though you want it so if you're gonna get something on your collarbone but not be too prepared big either it's not gonna like take over your chest or anything no but like say it's gonna be on one side then right if you're getting your collarbone so yeah. be prepared to go from your neck the center of your neck to your shoulder no Hell that's yeah. way too big no then don't do it then don't do what it. if it's just like a kanji character or something then make it big or put something around it put wind bars or something just like a small kanji character like that's dumb okay can you think of any body part where it would be 
okay to have something small? No. <laughs> none. None whatsoever. What about like below your ear? Right below your ear. Oh, like on, like kind of like towards the back of your neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. See? But then you're trying to hide it <laughs> in the first place by putting it there. You're trying to make it like... All you're going to do is grow yourself a mullet and you don't have a tattoo like, anymore. Like what I, what I tell my uh, grammar students, hidden but implied. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> All right, great All right. question. Okay, so a road trip is a long distance journey on the road. Typically road trips are long distances traveled by automobile, uh, which actually this island is great for that because this is the largest island in the state. Yeah. So you can literally drive for hours, right? You had a fuzzy thing. Don't worry, it's not a gecko. I really wasn't a gecko. <laughs> That's a fuzz. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so again, this is a perfect island for that, for some road tripping. If you go either, uh, you either want to go from, from like Hilo to Kona or vice versa, go the either northern route, southern route, either way, it's beautiful in different ways. One is super green, one is like desert, but still beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, uh, road trip, yeah. So maybe let's talk about some uh, personal experiences that we've had road tripping. Okay. Um, well, I, I really don't have that many because I'm not part of a musical band, <laughs> but... Um, you, never took a, you never took a gap year from... Uh, from college to explore? No. Or like I'm a, a summer? I'm not Malia Obama. <laughs> um, uh, the first road trip, I, I think what you would call a road trip was when I was a kid. And for some reason, I guess my parents decided to economize and we went from Disneyland, drove from Disneyland to Vegas. Yeah, that's a road yeah. trip. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it was my family. Uh, and then we... Um, my parents, me and my brother, and then we brought along uh, my cousin. And that was a, that particular cousin was a good choice because um, both of us, me and my brother, got along with him very well. So. Um, because you guys were on the same age, uh, you guys were into the same stuff, or? No, he's just a really cool cousin. Easy going? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, I was in a musical group, and yes. a few of them, and uh, two that toured. So I've toured with uh, Gojimigo and Pimpot. As far as the U.S., I've pretty much done San Diego to Maine. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, and everywhere in between. Canada, I've driven across. Uh, Asia, I've done a decent amount of driving. In uh, uh, Korea, Japan. Europe, spent about a month and a half in Europe. And I was going in and out of Germany, so I'd go to go to France. Well, start in Germany, then go to France, come back to Germany. Then. Because of the schedule. Yeah, so the, the the towns and yeah, just the way the booking and everything was done. So we just go up, yeah, just basically go down Germany and then just keep going in and out, in and out, in and out mm -hmm. in Germany. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then and then east. But yeah, uh, as far as the vehicles that I've toured in, okay, I've toured in a minivan. Yeah. I've toured in a cargo van with and without a trailer. Okay. Because that adds different comfort levels. Okay. Uh, I've toured in an RV. 
and I've toured in a tour bus. Ah, what was the best? I would say the tour bus, just because I had my own bunk. So, you know, if you, if you want to escape from mm -hmm. everyone, mm -hmm. which definitely happens, especially right. after a month and a half, right. like some days or nights, you can just disappear into your bunk. No one's going to bother you. Mm -hmm. You can watch movies or whatever. Right, right. Um, or if you want to play video games, you can go to the back of the bus, and there's a small bar that we had set up with mm -hmm. video games and mm -hmm. do that for a few hours. So, yeah, that was... And then you don't have to worry about driving because... There's a driver that right. handles all of that. Right, right, right. So right. there's no navigation and all of that. Although, there is some adventure to being in a smaller vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. But I, w I definitely wouldn't say RV. Because if, if you're doing RV, you're looking for luxury. And if you're looking for luxury, just do the tour van. Because you can, okay. when you rent a tour van for like a tour, you can, there's companies where when you're doing that rental, I mean, some people own their own tour bus, but usually when you rent, you can configure it the way you want. So you can say, I want so, I want so many bunks. I want yeah. the front half to be like a living room area. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be all bunks. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but no, but RVs, they, they wear down easily. They wear. On you or just wear down? They just wear down. Structure-wise. Like Structure-wise. Really? Yeah, they don't... Either, either that or just the one I had was just really old and crappy. Mm. But it just, be. the thing just slowly broke down to the point where that was the one where we did San, San Diego to Maine and back. And yeah. By the time we came back, we're just pushing it back into a garage and it was done. But it was rented, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like our, our record company uh, yeah. rented it for us. And yeah. It was really bad. Couldn't have bid that thing adieu. Any, fast enough? Yeah, fast enough. I regret that I've never been able to tour in a station wagon. <laughs> Although when I, I would have to be smaller when I'd want to do that. You know, like when you see in those old older films, right? Like a National Lampoon's Vacation, right? Of like you're small, and then you can. Sort of when you're a kid, when yeah, you're even smaller than that, you know, you can just jump in the back. Right, right. The wagon part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But now I'd be like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So let's maybe get to some road trip tips then, based on our own personal experiences, maybe something that you saw on TV or blah, blah, blah. So what do you have for road trip tips? Um, I don't know. I mean, well, okay. In my adult life, I did take, it wasn't really, a, I wouldn't call it a road trip, but it was a, what do you call it? Like a, a group of friends trip. A group of friends trips. <laughs> okay. And uh, we didn't really go on the road or anything, but we just went to. I know we went to Kona. One Day tripping. I mean, we because we we're all we were all in Oahu. Right. So we all like maybe five or six of us. Yeah. You know, and we were on the tennis on our tennis team together. Uh huh. So uh, uh, tennis sort of brought us together. And tennis we, is what tore you apart. No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so we would go to like. Um, Whatever hotel we'd stay at, we'd play tennis, you know. Okay. Tennis is the, the sort of the purpose. Sure. Although it was just really to have fun. Okay. So I think we went, went once to Kona and once to uh, Kauai, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if I, had, if I had a tip, just make sure that 
pretty much everyone gets along and enjoys each other's company. Yeah, that's easy for day one. But uh, afterwards, yeah. Uh, everyone's, yeah, see, it the thing. It depends what the group is. See, if it's yeah, a band of, you know, yeah. musicians. All I'm saying is it could be the friendliest person ever. After, a, after like a f week three, you're going to oh, be just okay. resenting the way that person breathes. If it's that long, Living yeah. in close proximity yeah, like that, yeah. Okay, well, if you are road tripping, uh, I would say sleep in shifts. Like, if you have a destination that you're trying to hit, don't say, hey, we're all going to stay up, and then we'll all just, like, when, when we get tired, we'll stop and do the motel thing. If you really want to save money, just decide where you're going, how many hours straight driving you mm -hmm. can make it there, and just start sleeping in shifts. Right. That's the way to do it. Saves money that way. Uh, gas station food. Don't do egg salad sandwiches ever. That never ends well. Do like frozen food or something and just heat it up or whatever. Nothing with mayo then. Nothing with mayo. Don't mm -hmm. chance it because you don't know when it was put there. All right. You might be lying, you know. Um, I would say take it easy on the liquids unless you're using it to stay up. And by that I mean like because if you have a lot of liquids, you're going to stop a lot, right? Yeah. To use the bathroom. Yeah. Um, but what some guys do, especially guys that are driving by themselves, like sometimes you're, dri you're driving far away to see a friend or go to a concert or something okay. like that. What some guys do is uh, they, they hold their pee, okay. right? And that kind of keeps them from falling asleep because it's so painful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you just, like, hold a bottle and... Yeah, it's getting to my next point. Okay, oh, right. so okay. If, if you... For could, guys, of course. For guys. Well, there is a sheenus, if you'd like to use that. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so for guys like me, like, I kind of have a small bladder. So, but then I do love my liquids. So I developed a technique to start peeing in Aquafina bottles. Yeah. Do you know why Aquafina? Because a bigger spout. Exactly. Check the big brain on Jamie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, has a wider mouth, and so less chance of spillage. Yeah. I could go like, like really. Is, yeah. See, I could pretty. see. Yeah. See, and the thing is, you're like, oh, it's not a big deal. You just put, you put your penis like up against the bottle, right? And then no big deal. But but when you see that being but if like it's <clears throat> so simple. It's yeah, it's not because like say if you just put your the head of your penis up against like the water bottle, like the and tip. And of course you're doing while you're not driving. Yes and no. <laughs> well then for advanced that's stages. Your, that's no, your but problem. no, but um you need some type of air to be coming out while you're peeing in. Ah, physics. Physics. So that's why you want to get a super wide aquafina bottle mm -hmm. so that there's you can also able to put air some of uh, you in there yeah yeah with yeah. some air to still come out like but otherwise if it's a narrow bottle like these ones yeah then what you'd have to do is push it up against to reduce any type of spillage and then depress one side of your penis so that air wow. can still come out that is graphic yeah <laughs> not exactly what i meant what i needed today uh, but uh, <laughs> thanks a lot and then, like I said, the sheenness for females is, um, is a, like a funnel, basically. Yeah. I can't and imagine that working that well. <laughs> Although I've had ex-girlfriends that would take like a big gulp cup and then just squeeze it so that it's in more of a... 
shape. Diamond shaped? I don't know. That narrow. Narrow sort of. shape, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, Probably, I guess. Yeah, not one of their finer moments. No. But yeah, do what you gotta do. Um, some games that you can play on the road. Okay. Uh, for simple ones, like with... Uh, kids. With, with kids, yeah. You can do I Spy. Mm-hmm. Uh, states. Name states. Okay. If you want to get a little bit more complicated, uh, capitals. Nice. These are also drinking games, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then here's one. Probably not want to play with kids. And probably only want to play with guys. Or maybe only with girls. You don't want to have, like, the opposite, se- the opposite sex or someone you might be attracted to in the car while playing this. is Blue okay. Vayner. Blue Vayner. Well, this, is a, this is a game I learned on the road from a friend. And basically... You're uh, com- comparing your boogers. Wow. So, especially, you know, if you're going, like, if you're on tour or if you're, like, a road trip and a lot of dusty areas, you accumulate a lot of snot. Yeah. So, you want to pull out these boogers and you want to compare, like, who has, like, the, the best booger when you pull it out. So, why it's called Blue Vayner is because the, the ultimate booger that you could get uh-huh. is the one that you pull out and there's a blue vein in it why would there be a blue vein in it from is it a true vein yeah like from your nostrils like it's almost like shedding itself like it, the the booger was so big and it's so sticky that it pulled like some of your your insides Wouldn't out you start like bleeding profusely at that point i think maybe or maybe it came off and then it dried up you'd have like an artifact like a fossil of your blue vein in there mm-hmm. And then there's actually something that tops, like, the, the ultimate. Could be a capillary, actually, not a vein. Yeah, okay. Let's go with that. Capillary. Yeah, because, you know, I have a, yeah, you have a, a problem you have with a thing. nosebleeds. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's hereditary. Right. And it's basically a weakness in your capillaries, uh, in part, in your nose. Some of the capillaries in your nose, but other, you get, anyway. Right. <laughs> Never mind. Are you worried that if you talk about it too much, it's going to happen? No, it just gets a little more complicated. <laughs> It was crazy the first time it happened uh, when I was with you. Like, mm-hmm. we're on a plane, we're about to take off, and all of a sudden you just start bleeding everywhere. I'm like, I don't know what, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, it's all this blood all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know. Then we had to buy a new shirt, right? Once yeah. we got to the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. So, the ultimate is you get a booger that has a blue vein in it or the capillary, capillary. with two hairs. Ah, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, so you definitely want to get the one with the hairs because that'll set you apart and that'll that'll get that'll clench you the wind. Mm. Yeah, blue veiner. All right. Disgusting. So if you had to take a road trip with a famous person, who would it be? You want me to go first? Yes. I had a. I mean, this is like pulling a name out of a hat almost for me. Okay. Because I really don't know. Um, Was this uh, off the top of your head? Kind of. Okay, good. I mean, I wrote it down. Uh huh. And I have a rationale for it. Okay. All right, so it's <laughs> Queen Latifah. <laughs> wow. I did not see that. Obviously, one I didn't spend that much time on this. I can't wait to hear your rationale on this. Okay, because, okay, um, she is intellectual. She, yes. I mean, there's parts of her that are is intellectual funny she sings and she's pretty cool so she's a total package kind of yeah yeah, yeah. and uh she's she's not that bad to look at you know 
She's an attractive woman. Yeah. Yeah. She mm-hmm. is. Okay. Uh, for me, it would be Joe Rogan. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of just up off the top of my head. But I was listening to the, the Joe Rogan okay. Experience podcast that day when uh, we were coming up with these. Um, I think there'd be just a fascinating conversation because just the stuff that he talks about, he's just down to talk about. He'll entertain anything like a conspiracy theory, things on the internet, uh, things that he's experienced. Plus, you know, if shit gets real on the road trip, you know, mm-hmm. he's handy with a bow and arrow. So, oh, yeah? so that's good, you know. So tell me again, what is his other claim to fame aside from having a podcast? He was on news radio with Phil Hartman and Dave Foley. He wasn't like... He was also the host of Fear Factor? Yes, that's what I was getting. Oh, okay. I knew he was a host of one of those yeah. reality... And then he's also a commentator for the UFC. Okay. Yeah. And then he has uh, two Netflix comedy specials. Okay. Yeah. So, that, that's my pick. But uh, let's do a little uh, feature within a feature. Okay. Because we're still on road trips. Yeah. But I would like to do like a mini who would win. Yeah. Between let's Joe do Rogan it. and Queen Latifah. See, like we didn't plan this these choices. Yeah. But it don't you think that, that would be a kind of a good match? Kinda would be, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting match. Because uh, Joe Rogan is a little he's a little on the shorter side. Oh he is? Yeah. But he looks thick. Yeah. Kind of like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Bulky uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Queen Latifah is no uh, no shrimp, you know. No. Yeah. yeah. That's why. So I'm, I think you know the temper and got the better has, side of her. She has the eye of the tiger too. Yeah. 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 But then Joe Rogan would just reach for his bow and arrow and shoot mm. her down. I mean, he can take down an elk, so yeah. he can take down the queen. That's all I'm saying. So there's, no, I, I believe there's this one fly that's been bugging us all day, <laughs> like from the moment we've had breakfast. And a lot of, if you can hear, there's a lot of big trucks over on this side. Yeah. Definitely not the place to have road rage. Because uh, four-wheel drive is, uh, is your friend. It's a way of needle. life here. Needle, yeah. Needle, yes. A lot of mud. Yeah. Not all roads are paved. No. <laughs> I'm going to say Joe Rogan. He would win. Well, I'll go with Queen. All right. Uh, I'm thinking she's, uh, she's hiding a, a piece. <laughs> all right. A gat, if you will. Whatever. On her thigh. A Walter. Would she keep it on her thigh or between, like in her cleavage? I I imagine uh, I envision it's it's in her back waistband. Oh okay. Yeah. Did you ever do that move, by the way? You know, like how some, like you have a girls' night out, and then uh, you have nowhere to put your ID, and so. No, I'm not like that. No. You never did that move. No. No. You ever tried it? No. Just for fun? I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just curious. Okay, uh, favorite road trip film. Okay. Uh, okay, so mine is, uh, and surprise, surprise, I have dun, one. Dun. Just one, no honorable mention. No. Oh my gosh, all right. I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's uh, Priscilla, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, 1994, starring Hugo Weaving and Terrence Stamp. Okay, so you got to tell me a little bit about this film. Like, okay. what, how was it a road trip film? All right, so it's in Australia. Okay. Okay, so I don't know if you recognize Hugo Hugo Weaving, and this was an early sort of one of the beginning movies that put him on the map. Later on, he would go on to um, become 
be Mr. Smith in Matrix. Ah, um, oh, okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings, the one the, of the head the elf elves. guy yeah. in Lord of the Rings right. and some other stuff. I don't know. That's all. That's all you need to know. I don't really care about that's the rest of That's his big claims to fame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Stamp was General Zod in uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the two of them are best friends and they go on a road oh, trip? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, it's actually three guys. So Hugo Weaving. Uh, so an uh, elf, a general. Guy Pierce. I don't know if you know that. He's a French. I think he's French. Anyway, and Terrence Stamp. Um, I don't know their name, the character names, but Hugo Weaving and Guy Pierce, they are drag queens, uh, and they're gay, I believe. Um, and then Terrence Stamp is actually a transgender. Um, and they all have sort of their issues, but um, uh, the Hugo Weaving guy is, uh, he, um, it's, it's like, it's a cross country um, in Australia. So he's like a performer. Like a drag queen, queen performer. Okay. Okay. And so he he goes with his his two, I guess not kind of like friends or co-workers, if you want to say, um, from Alice Springs or maybe their destination is Alice Springs, something like that. But it's a long way. It's like through deserts, and then they're on a tour bus. I don't know how they got this tour bus, but um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of issues. There's a lot of um, Hate crimes along the way. Is know. this pre or post to Wong Fu? Pre. Oh, pre. this came first. Yeah. Wow. Because had I saw this better. after Wong Fu, I'd be kind of pissed. Yeah, no. I was thinking about that one though, because that's also kind of a road trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But um, if anyone gets a chance to watch it, watch it. Uh, the uh, soundtrack is also awesome too. Who's in the soundtrack? Uh, Go West. Um, I don't remember. Okay. I had it though. Okay. At one point, probably cassette. All right. Yeah. All right. Why don't you go ahead and throw a trailer for that bad boy in? Uh, okay. In our show notes there. Um, I think you know, like how I say, sometimes things are just obviously and understood, so it doesn't really qualify as a pick. So National Lampoon's Vacation. It's, it's not my pick, but I believe it's just obvious and that's it's understood. Not like that's to me. that's the uh, the iconic road trip film. Okay. And so my actual pick is gonna be Tenacious D in the pick of destiny, pun intended. It's a two thousand six American musical fantasy comedy film about the comedy rock duel Tenacious D. Oh, the um Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black and Kyle Gass. It was um this might be an about an actual band, the film is a fictitious story set in the 90s about the band's origins and their journey to find a pick belonging to Satan that allows its users to become rock legends. Okay. It was a bomb, but uh, it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, Dave Grohl was in it, Boy Satan. Okay. Yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> a, I'm the devil, I love metal. Check this lick, it's fucking tasty. No? So you like this movie? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, put me down. I'm going to put down Dave Grohl as Satan. You're going to love it. Oh. We'll put that in the show so, notes. So, just Dave Grohl as Satan, not the... 
it's from the movie. Okay. Yeah. So that's your. That's your. That's my contribution to the world. Okay. Big role as Satan, tenacious D, pick of destiny. Okay. Um, honorable mention. I do have one. Wow. Uh, road trip, 2000. The year 2000. As American. 2000? Yeah, in the year 2000. It was an American road sex comedy film directed by Todd Phillips, written by Scott Armstrong. Um, it's basically four college friends who embark on a on a road trip to retrieve an illicit tape mistakenly mailed to a girlfriend or trying to get it back in time. Who stars in it? Uh, Brecken Meyer. He's in. Uh, uh, there's that. It's that courtroom comedy with uh, with the guy from Saved by the Bell. No, uh, Sean William Scott. From American Pie, role models. Okay. The uh, one that isn't yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't <laughs> think you're gonna know anyone else. <laughs> but anyway, as far as road trips, that's a good road trip film. Okay. Okay. So while we're on this road trip playlists, what's on your your road trip playlist or that you would, would suggest? Be on my or what would road, be? Road yeah. It's like you're going on a road trip tomorrow. Uh -huh. What's on your playlist? Okay, so we agreed that we would say what genre, if we had to pick a genre True. for a playlist. Yeah, and then I maybe. Because, you know, you could mix it all up, but yeah. if you had to pick one genre. Right. Uh, for me, it would be 70s pop. Of course. And uh, do you have uh, examples? 70s pop? Do you have any artists that you would throw in there or just a genre? Any, uh, any key tracks? Uh, Some cuts? Maybe, you know, a little Boston, a little Kansas, any of the states. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I never got. Was it, is it, wasn't there a band called America, too? Yeah. Like, what do you get off, like? I don't know. Naming your band America. I don't know. Okay, so for me, I need, because I've taken a lot of these road trips and I do get tired around the wheel after a while, so I need some up-tempo driving rock, you know, some metal. Okay. You know, so... Um, my thing is, I like it. This is a perfect opportunity to listen to full albums. True. You know, like rather than just singles, like a full album, it takes you on the journey. You just know, let it play. Yeah. yeah. It takes you through the ups and downs. I think that's a Helicopter plane, something. helicopter, something. <laughs> it's really low. It's really, it's really loud. It's really low. It's really close. Um, I would need Iron Maiden's Power Slave album. Wow. A lot of jug, 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 jug kind of songs. So the purpose that in there is is based. You said to keep yourself up. Yeah, it's kind of like almost like a workout playlist. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. your heart beating. Yeah. Stay awake. To dodge deer. So if you had to make a playlist to not so much stay awake, but to just kind of go with what you're doing, you know, like to right. to match what you're doing. Right. You know, a traveling. Song. Not so much to stay away. Would it be different? Kind of depends. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if I'm driving through urban cityscapes, then that's something different compared mm -hmm. to like driving through fields. Mm -hmm. So I'm driving through fields and, you know, like definitely cornfields. Everything looks the same. So I need some driving stuff. You know, if you're driving for hours yeah. and the scenery doesn't change. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you want like the up temple stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, it's so relaxing cornfields. I want to hear like folk and relaxing stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
but usually like um, oh you know what's really good like if you're driving through a city a bustling city yeah any Beastie Boys album <laughs> doesn't matter which one those I are just hate fun them. what yeah I hate them. blasphemy blasphemy oh my gosh anyway I would need Iron Maiden's Power Slave album two mm-hmm. cuts that I would need from that two minutes to midnight that I'd look forward to listening okay. and uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner I think it's like 13 minutes or 15 minutes long I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Wow. How's that? <laughs> also, uh, Rush, their moving pictures album. Tom Sawyer, Limelight. Need to hear those. I just I would listen to the album just looking forward to hearing those jewels. Okay. Amongst everything else. So yeah, that's my, my road trip playlist. Okay. Okay. You know what we um we were talking actually earlier today. Yes. And we were bemoaning the fact that they are no longer real, really, um, bands don't do instrumentals anymore. Instrumentals yeah. that, you know, uh, become popular. Yeah, because <laughs> what sense. we're listening to, like uh, Herp Albert, the Tijuana Brass, yeah. I think that was on. Uh, but then, you know, Chuck Mangione, mm-hmm. yep. right? Herbie yep. Hancock. Yep. And then it just kind of died off at that point. Then yeah. You don't get anything now. Yeah. And I like the older stuff, the, the classical gas, uh-huh. you know. Um, you know, summer of was it 42? <laughs> summer <laughs> of 42, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Summer's place, old, real old, old stuff. Right. Yeah. Although in the genre that I perform in, ska and ska punk, uh, there are some popular instrumentals. Oh yeah. But it's not like on a huge mainstream scale. Yeah, but there yeah. are instrumentals that are popular within okay. the ska scene. Uh-huh. So, yay me. Okay, so we're done with road trips. On to wait, wait, I didn't say my, my songs. I said my genre. Oh, that's what I was trying to get to. Like, what what, oh. are you gonna, what are you looking forward to in your playlist? But see, the two songs I chose are not 80s pop. Okay, all right. It just happened to not be, but it's close. Um, one of them is, is Against the Wind, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, okay. 1980, which is close to the 70s. Sure. Another one is Southern Cross. By Crosby, Stills and Nash, and I didn't know this was in '82. I always thought like Southern Cross was like you know, '70s, '70s, early rock. '70s maybe. Mm. Um, but when you think about it, when you sort of play it in your head, it's a richer sound. So you know, by the '80s. When you're yeah. listening to it, like, oh yeah, there is a guitar solo in that. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, now we can move on. Okay, so on to talent or no talent. Up on the chopping block this week for talent or no talent, uh, going along with our theme of road trips, the I think the iconic actor of road trip films, Mr. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Talent or no talent. But he's iconic for road trips just because of National Lampoon, but he's done a lot more. Oh, yeah. His, his, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't print out his old Wikipedia thing, mm-hmm. uh, just some of it. So anyway, he's born into a prominent New York family. He worked a variety of jobs before moving into comedy, began acting with National Lampoon. He became a key cast member in the first season of Saturday Night Live, where his recurring weekend update segment soon became a staple of the show. As both a performer and writer, he earned three Primetime Emmy Awards out of five nominations. He had his first leading film role in the comedy Foul Play in 1978, earning two Golden Globe Award nominations. He is further known for his portrayals of Clark W. Griswold in the five 
National Lampoon's Vacation Films and Erwin Fletch, Fletcher in both Fletch Films, uh, which is in 1985, which was Fletch, and then Fletch Lives in 89. Other prominent roles include Caddyshack, Seems Like Old Times, Spies Like Us, Three Amigos, Memories of an Invisible Man, Orange County, The Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, he's hosted the Academy Awards twice and briefly had his own late night talk show. <laughs> that might work, work against him in this talent or no talent thing. Uh, the Chevy Chase Show in 1993. Yeah. That, that's in the middle of the, of the late night wars. And that's, uh, Do you watch it? Uh, I've, seen, I've gone back and watched clips. Oh, yeah, yeah. He played the character Pierce Hawthorne on the NBC comedy series Community from 2009 to 2014. And he's hosted um, SNL. What, more than five times or five times? Oh, is he in the Five Timers Club? I think so. Oh, see, so that's a that's a thing too, where he's gone back and just pissed off so many people. <laughs> I mean, I, I tried to do the research on like major beefs that he's okay. had. He had one major one with Bill Murray, but they seem cool now. But he's had like a lot of like major ones. Yeah. Um, but you know, he slapped interns. Just the way he treats people. Mm. So there's that whole thing. That, I mean, I think, yeah, he's talented. Um, yeah. But is it possible to look at someone, an artist, just on their work alone, even though that person is a total asshole to, like, everyone else in the world? Like, does that taint his ability at all? I think it just depends on the beholder you know yeah um, you know because we've never met the guy we don't know anyone well, I don't know anyone who's met the guy no um, I would be able to sort of separate that yeah it's easier but, but say you were the intern that he slapped right right would you say anything positive about it no about him about him no probably not right probably not yeah you wouldn't even admit that he's yet he's talented right right so I don't know. I mean, because just knowing that about him, I've gone back and looked at a lot of his stuff and looked for cracks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've looked back like, I don't know, was he that talented in that? Mm, I mean, I, I would say he did sort of dial in a few performances. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe Three Amigos, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dialed in, is that like the equivalent to phoning it? Sorry, yes, sorry. Okay. Something with the phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, again, with that talk show, that was just horrible. Can we maybe um, we'll yeah, a clip, a clip of the yeah, the of the Chevy Chase show. Okay. Yeah, it's just really bad, and I think you'll be able to find like lots of clips, easy to show, indeed, how terrible that was. At the same time, so maybe just a late night talk show isn't. <laughs> As a show host, maybe that's not his, uh, his strong suit. I doubt it, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think he... When he was younger, anyway, he was a good-looking guy. And, um... No. Didn't he have the butt chin, so girls liked him? No? Did he? Yeah, it's the butt chin. But just that doesn't make you good-looking. It's not? The whole Dudley Do-Right thing? I mean, it just makes you... I mean, no. No. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna try and separate the two, and okay. I'll say he's talented. Uh, I'll I'll say, like, 
in a way like um like kind of like he's talented Oh, you know? dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So that's our verdict. Okay. Talent Neural Talent, Chevy Chase. Now on to the snack review. For the snack review this week, uh, we wanted to do something that is unique to Hilo since we're here. And so we decided, we're walking around. What's the store that we, that we went into? Uh, Island Naturals. Um, Deli. Deli, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, like a small Whole Foods, like a mom and pop yeah. type yeah. of Whole Foods. Uh, so we're walking near the deli, and there's no way we're gonna eat something big because I've had so much banana bread today. <laughs> All the stuff we've been doing, I'm just so full. So I just I wanted to try something that's kind of interesting looking, and uh, quasi savory. And so I saw these walnut date rolls. And I don't even know if I'm going to like these, so that's why I have some water on hand. Yeah, you can bite it. Do you want to bite it? Do you need to? Jamie is wrestling with this thing. Yay, she opened it. I was going to say, oh, maybe we should have maybe we should have bought that one that was yeah, half open. Yeah, that was open. You need to take a photo of this? Oh, yeah. Do you have your phone? Yeah. Okay. Just in case you want to check this out. Um, it's made... These walnut date rolls are made by the Jewel Date Company. Certified organic. And we almost have these. I mean, if it kind of looks like uh, those plastic baskets that the uh, strawberries come in. It's like a mini version of that. That's what these come Like uh, what you'd buy, like a small thing of blueberries in. Yeah. Yeah. James taking a photo. Now, if you didn't know any better, if, they th if these things weren't labeled, they look like uh, mini walnut-covered brownies. But again, it says that these are walnut date rolls. So... Organic. 100% organic. Yeah. Are you a fan of dates? Not really, but I don't... I mean... Well, ever since it killed that monkey in Indiana Jones, no. <laughs> what? A date killed a monkey? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah. Okay. Um, to be honest, I don't even know if I even tried a date before. Mm. About to go ahead and it's try. It's just enough that you've dated. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, can you smell it? Yeah. What does it smell um, like? A little bit, little like mildly fruity. I smell it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think a date is a fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Raisin-ish. Don't uh. say raisin-ish because I don't like... Oh, oh you don't God. like raisins? Oh. It's kind of stuck. They're stuck together. Mm -hmm. There's like a pack of... <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so mushy. That's why I got napkins. Okay. Oh my gosh. Just take a bunch. Just take a Just... gob. Okay, got a gob. Here we go. Mush. Okay. Okay. Oh, those are actually pretty good. Actually, all it tastes are walnuts. It's a lot of texture, yeah? The, the, the date is the texture. Yeah. The date is just pretty much the matter holding the, uh, the walnuts yeah. together. So the date is sort of like a, a fruity nut in a way. But it's not like crazy sweet or anything. No, it's not, not that sweet, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's mild. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
not bad. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little nervous to be honest, but right on. That's awesome. Jamie's gonna take these home, and my husband's gonna enjoy it. That's the you took you took the mochi. You gotta take this too. Doesn't that mean that you take this home because I'm taking the mochi home? No. Oh man. <laughs> Well, I can't vouch for what's going to happen to this. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'll take another bite after we're done here. Okay. Um, let's see. I have nothing to compare these to. Yeah. Because I've never tried dates really before. Um, maybe I'm thinking compared of... Compared to a brownie. Maybe I'm thinking of brownie prunes. Maybe that's why I was worried. I was worried that it was going to taste oh. like prunes. Yeah. Yeah. Really Are all dates like this? I mean, this is mushed up dates. It's not like the date... You know. Yeah, see, that's why. Like, yeah. Have, so, so you've tried like a normal date? I think I have, yeah. I just don't. And it's sweeter? No, it's not that sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah, dates are not that sweet. Okay. Gooier? No. No, because this is like. I think I'm thinking of prunes, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah. really confused. No, it sounds like they took a date, smashed it up. Yeah. And then mix it with walnuts, yeah. chocolate walnuts, yeah, just and chocolates. formed it into little balls. Right, right. I don't see any eyes on these, so I guess they'll make it a blind date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will give these, uh, what are these again? Walnut rolls. Walnut um, date rolls. Date rolls. I will give it, I'll give it 5.5 out of 7 volcanoes. Why volcano? Because we're in Hilo. Oh. There's a volcano nearby. Got it. Um, I'll give it. Um, I'll get give it a five out of ten. Uh, dead Indiana Jones monkeys. <laughs> you give me crap about volcanoes. <laughs> Just one more episode of the second season of the podcast. Isn't that crazy? Like how this whole season has gone by. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's been fun. That's yeah. how I know it flies by. Mm -hmm. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Tastes podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash opposite tastes podcast. Remember, that's plural tastes. Uh, and follow us on Twitter at opposite tastes. So thanks for listening. Goodbye from Hilo. Peace. Aloha. Aloha.